0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Edwin. Andrew. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. If I can just get all these proper buttons pushed. We got a lot of buttons. A lot of buttons we're talking around, but we're talking about great things together. Absolutely. Like Psalm in the five. Psalms. Psalm, Psalm five. 5, right? Let's, Psalm let's talk about Psalm 5. Five
1: Today, I am reading from the New International Version. We've been reading from different translations.
0: And that is a wild-looking Bible you're reading out of.
1: I, I don't even know where I picked up this copy. I've never seen
0: a, a cover like that. Yeah. Colorful hands. And nobody else gets to see it because we will not do video you make it sound like a conviction i think it's just (laughs) a current reality but let's leave some doors open who knows who
1: knows give ear to my words O lord consider my sighing listen to my cry for help my king and my god for to you i pray in the morning O lord you hear my voice in the morning i lay my requests before you and wait in expectation you are not a god who takes pleasure in evil with you the wicked cannot dwell The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies, bloodthirsty and deceitful men. The Lord abhors. But I, by your great mercy, will come into your house. In reverence, I will bow down toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make straight your way before me. Not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Their heart is filled with destruction. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongue they speak deceit. Declare them guilty, O God. Let their intrigues be their downfall. Banish them for their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield.
0: So we've been talking about our king as he is accurately revealed in this psalm all week. And I'm noticing in verse 8, Lead me, O Lord... In your righteousness because of my enemies make your way straight before my face so our Lord our King is our leader we need to follow him
1: so what you mean by that is if I'm not doing what he says I can't really call him my king
0: well that could be one thing I mean
1: what's another thing
0: I really wasn't thinking about what I would call him. I I guess I was just really thinking about my position towards him. Okay. Um, But I I guess that's a a good point to make, you know, that we can kid ourselves. If we're not following him, then he might be a king in a name, but really it's a mockery. It's a joke.
1: Of course, as I'm saying that, I am thinking about the fact that, you know, if I were, okay, um, let's say I lived in England uh, back in whatever year. I mean, even now. I can say all day long, um, well, she's not my queen, but in reality, she's the queen. Mm. I don't get to just determine her not that. So, so now I'm thinking, okay, uh, he is still my king. I'm just not submitting to him, and that's a problem.
0: That is a problem. What I was thinking about was just that this king has a path for me to go. He's yeah. leading me somewhere and on a way. So he he's the
1: king. He's the king whether I like him to be the king or not. He's the king whether I give my allegiance to him or not. He's the king whether I submit to him or not. But what I learned from this is, if I want life, I need to follow him.
0: Well, that's what the, that's what the psalmist, that's what David is asking for, right? Or committing to. Lead me, O Lord.
1: In your righteousness.
0: Yeah. Lead me in your righteousness. In fact, before that, he had
1: said, He had said that it's by your mercy I will get into your house. Yeah. So there's a couple of things there. This ties in with our conversation yesterday as we talked about, was that yesterday? We talked about the judgment of God. And you brought up in that conversation how David is able, not because of his own personal righteousness, but because of the mercy of the Lord.
0: Yeah, we were observing how some of these particular sins or crimes that David mentions about uh, bloodthirstiness, about deceit in verse 6, verses 5 and 6, well, these are very things that David had been guilty of. I'm only going to make it into the house of the Lord, into the city of the Lord, into the kingdom of the Lord, if or or
1: by the love and leadership of the Lord. Mm -hmm. By his mercy. It's by his mercy. So when he's given me his word, that is his mercy. He's saying, look, here's the way.
0: Yeah. Follow this. So David, particularly if this psalm is written with the backdrop of Absalom's revolt and fleeing, he's 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 a long way from that temple. He's a long way from that house of God. He's on the road. Yeah, so this could be in
1: two different ways. It could either be metaphorical, just anytime he's going through problems and he's talking metaphorically about being in the temple, or it very literally could be that he is separated from the house of the Lord and it's only going to be, excuse me, it's only going to be if the Lord leads him that he gets back to Jerusalem. It's only going to be if he follows the Lord and by the Lord's mercy, which uh, again, I don't want want to push all these psalms into Absalom's rebellion, but boy, it so fits when we think about it being by his mercy, because what does David know about why he's being chased out of Jerusalem if it is during Absalom's rebellion? He's being chased out because of his sin. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was very specifically said this was going to happen in response to his sin with Bathsheba and Uriah. And so he knows, I only make it back by the mercy of the Lord. It's not going to be because I'm great. It's not going to be because I have lived righteously. It's not going to be because I've earned it. I'm only going to get to do this by the love of the Lord. So I better... Follow what he says,
0: and probably it's better not to press the the concept of of a physical temple, because of course the physical temple oh, it's hadn't the been built in yeah, the tabernacle, yeah, at the tabernacle, at the tabernacle that time. I'm yeah, sorry yeah. I, if I said temple tabernacle. Well, no, tabernacle I, I was correcting myself. I said temple, but yeah, yeah. 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 When,
1: da- when David was writing, it was the tabernacle. It was the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. point. Good good catch on that one. L- follow the leadership of the Lord. I also notice why. He he doesn't just say, "Hey, I need you to lead me so I know which way to go." He says, "I need you to lead me because of my enemies. Mm-hmm. Because of my enemies, I need you to make my path straight."
0: You know, in one of the Psalms we read early on, like the first week, Psalm one. <laughs> Um, one of the things that I picked up there and I saw there is that maybe, maybe God's people, maybe David, maybe us have a hard time always discerning who the enemy is and who the good leader, who the king is. Back in that Psalm, first Psalm in the verse one, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Here are those who ultimately are enemies of man that would lead him in wrong paths and give him poor advice, would lie to him, ultimately to bring about destruction. But the blessed man is the one who delights in the law of the Lord and in his way he meditates day and night. Yeah, when
1: we talked about Psalm 1, we we highlighted that the reason why Psalm 1 is Psalm 1 is because it's the door to all the Psalms. Mm. And here we see it again. I think it's really neat that you brought that up because what we've got is these different voices. There's God's voice. And then there's the voice of these counselors who counsel against. In fact, what, uh, what he's going to say is may they fall by their own counsel. So mm-hmm. we're back to, we're back to Psalm one yeah. has the counsel of the wicked. Psalm two has the Kings that counsel together against the it's Lord and his anointed. anointed. Yeah. And now we're back to that idea. Again, they've got their counsel against him. And what David says is I need you to lead me because they're a bunch of liars liars. liars. Yeah. They're a bunch of liars, but they're they're speaking falsehood. What I hear in that, correct me if you think I'm stepping out of bounds here, what I hear in that is their lies impact me. And Lord, if you don't clearly let me know your way... they're liars and I get impacted by that. Do you think there's there's some of that in there that we can be impacted by the lies of our enemies? Well, of
0: course we are. You know that when he says, make your way straight before my face, make it clear, make it so painfully obvious because I am easily deceived because people can pull the wool over my eyes. Uh, and, and I think that's just in a humility to recognize that. I tell you what, I think we live in a time Maybe not so unlike David and what he's praying here in the psalm, but we live in a time where you're just you, we're just lied to from sunup to sundown. I mean, there's just lies blasting up on our phone, and it's called news, <laughs> but, not, but not opinion pieces. But not right now. Not not right now. Not
1: during these these fifteen
0: minutes. Yeah, not during this. Uh, you know, lies for entertainment, and you know. and. Not all, I guess, lies are are necessarily malicious. But why is there so much lying to us all the time to disorient us, to get us to distrust God's existence, to get us to distrust this morality as presented in the Bible, or that even God's word is true? It is because there is a power and an influence of an actual enemy and adversary, the devil. His trade is in lies, father of lies, the father of lies, right? And and the lies is is to lead us to a path of destruction. Uh, physical destruction, harm, pain, violence—ultimately, spiritual separation from God—and and he's very, very good at all of these lies and all of these channels. I so I'm I'm learning a a a, a uh, term. I, I hear it used a lot, and I have to admit I wasn't exactly sure what it meant, so I had to look it up. But the term is gaslighting. You remember the gaslighting? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Gaslighting. Is. So this kind of lie told in such a way that makes you even question reality and your own sanity gaslighting uh that is a tool of the devil that's a tool of the devil yeah to get us to question the even existence of god the reality of god that all of our senses would somehow say there is no god that's like the ultimate gaslighting yeah and what what gets me is how close
1: to truth some of the lies
0: are i guess that's what makes it effective
1: yeah the the David is saying, I need you to make your way clear mm-hmm. because these guys are liars and their lies are impacting me. They 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 twist me. They they get my mind off of focus and my eyes off of you. And it makes me think of 2 Corinthians chapter 11.
0: Mm-hmm. In 2 mm-hmm.
1: Corinthians chapter 11, where Paul talks about Satan disguising himself as an angel of light. There you go. And therefore, his ministers, it's no surprise that they come off looking like servants of righteousness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In other words, the lies can be really, really close to the truth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so
1: David is saying, Lord, I need you to make it clear. Yeah. Here's what gets me. You know, a couple weeks ago, you and I wrapped up a study. You, 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 you and Jackson, Jackson participated in teaching. It led a great study for some of our adults in, in our Bible classes through the Sermon on the Mount. And there are some statements in the Sermon on the Mount that are extreme and are clear. And I know what I have a tendency to do with them is, well, now, God didn't mean this. He couldn't (laughs) mean that. And right now, there's a part of me that wonders, okay, was Jesus making the way painfully clear? And maybe I just don't like the way all the time.
0: Well, I tell you, uh, make your way straight before my face. I thought of the Sermon on the Mount. I thought of Matthew 7, uh, verse 13, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. There are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. We need to know the proper gate. We need to know the proper way, but that's the difficult way. All of the messages, all of the lies, all of the crowd, they're going on that broad and easy way. And they're saying, come over here. Why would you walk that path? Come over here. Yeah. And when we
1: hear it again and 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 again, when we hear it in songs on the radio, when we watch it in television, when we see it in the movies, you know, there's a part of us that says... Uh, I know that's not true, but man, I hear it over and over and over again, especially when I'm being entertained.
0: Oh man. So, but hey, here's here here's a metaphor for that or an analogy for that. So, Netflix. How long from the show you just finished to when the next one starts? Oh man. Was it 3 seconds? Something. 5 seconds? It just it just auto starts the next one and it leads you right into yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's like the devil's lies, man. <laughs> You, you yeah. haven't even processed the last one he told you before the next one starts. <laughs> I mean that's I'm laughing. This is not funny, but it's so
1: true. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's what's making me laugh is that you're right. It's true. But we we see, especially when I'm being entertained, because then my guard is down. Yeah, and 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 the lies David's pointing out the enemies are lying, and the only thing that's going to defeat that is the Lord's truth and the Lord's leadership, which takes us back to Psalm one
0: where do we find the voice of the Lord? In his law, in his word. And even earlier in this psalm, when do I need to be about it? First thing, First in, the thing in the morning. So I'm going to get thing. lied to all day long. <laughs> I am. I'm going to be lied it's just, to we just going to auto-lie to the next long. one.
1: We'd love to hear from you. What, uh, what do you think some of the tools of the enemy are? Mm. What have you experienced? How have you overcome them? Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's wrap up with a prayer. Lord, Our enemy lies to us. We face those lies all the time. We need you. We need your clear teaching. We need your word. Help us to get into your word, to see your word, to understand your word, to share your word with others. And may you light the path before us. May your word be a light to my feet and a lamp to my path. Even if it doesn't show me all the way to the end, let it show me what my next step needs to be so that I can make the next right choice. We love you so much, Father. Thank you for loving us first. Through your Son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day.